Hey, welcome to another episode of What She Said. I'm your host, Lucy Lucroft, a freelance journalist, blogger, podcaster based in Brighton. In this solo episode, which FYI, it's a little bit scary, so bear with me. It's the first one I've ever done, aside from the Popmas episodes. I want to tell you how much I love Pinterest, why it's important for your blog or business, um, and how simple it is to use. A quick reminder to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any episodes and um, to rate and review it too if the mood takes you. Every week I share my review of the week and here's the first. This week's review of the week comes from Jay Stobbs who I think I can say with some authority is Jenna Stobbs um, and it's the title is Gem of a Podcast, Five Stars. She says, I love the honesty that comes from Lucy. I feel like she's being totally genuine in every episode. I'm also kind of glad that I was late to the party because now I get to go back over previous episodes when long-time listeners have to wait for next week. Blows raspberry. (laughs) Thank you so, so much, Jenna. That is such a lovely, lovely review. And these reviews actually really, really help. It's not just for my ego. (laughs) Um, So if you do want to rate and review, I think you can only do it via iTunes. And um, I've had some difficulty doing it any other way apart from on my uh, laptop. But they make a massive difference. Okay, so back to today's topic, which is Pinterest. Let's talk about Pinterest, shall we? Okay, I'll talk, you listen. So firstly, what is it? Well, it's a search engine. (laughs) Same as Google, Bing, whatever, it's a search engine. And I think that's probably one of the first misconceptions that people who um, only use Pinterest to uh, like pin home decor or just kind of personal stuff know they should be using it but don't really understand why sometimes people refer to it as a social media platform it definitely isn't although it shares some similarities in terms of having followers and um you can repin which is similar to retweet um but it's a search engine but what makes it super special are two things well there's probably loads more but two things that i can think of one it's visual and it's super fun to use um pinterest is made it's a search engine full of pins a pin is i'm really sorry if i'm teaching you to suck eggs here but a pin is basically an image with text overlay that links to something um and the second thing that makes it really special is that there are a load less users than with google what that means well i guess quite a few different things You can apply similar SEO rules as you would when optimizing your blog posts. Um, If you don't know what SEO is, it's search engine optimization. And it's something that um, everyone is probably doing kind of intuitively for their blog already. But there are certain ways that you can almost upskill with your SEO to make sure that you rank for Google. And how I always word it is that you want to remove the invisibility cloak from your blog so that your so that Google is seeing your blog but that's what SEO is traditional SEO for Google for Bing for all the other search engines however of course Pinterest is a search engine so you can also apply those similar rules it also means that there's an algorithm at play with Pinterest um, albeit one that's not nearly as heinous as Google's algorithm so I suppose the it's a double-edged sword in terms of you can apply similar SEO rules to Pinterest as you would with your blog uh, when optimizing for Google 
Um, and yes, there's also an element of um, uh, shady algorithm stuff. But the difference with Pinterest is that, like I said, there are a lot less users. It's so much more simple than using Google Keyword Planner, which now actually Keyword Planner is not free for every single person to use, which is very frustrating. Um, I think it's free for the majority of people to use, but I've found anecdotally with my students that not everyone is able to create a free keyword planner keyword planner tool account. If you don't know what that is, just ignore that. But anyway, when you're doing keyword research, which is basically when you are looking at what people are searching for, literally the words that the string of words that they're using, uh, that they're typing into a search engine to get a blog post. Um, It's much simpler in Pinterest, much, much simpler. And most importantly, because Pinterest is a search engine, people are searching for stuff. They're searching for information, albeit in a completely different kind of manner than with Google because they're looking for, you know, beautiful images and they are looking for information. It means that you can use it to drive traffic to your blog which is why bloggers love it. Traditionally, um, people, food bloggers and craft bloggers and home and kind of DIY bloggers have dominated Pinterest and they were the ones that first noticed how great it is. So that's why when you go to Pinterest to look for a recipe, there are absolutely gazillions on there. Pinterest is good for every single niche. It is good for every single niche, fact just 100% because the more niche your blog is the less users you need anyway so I've been using Pinterest for seriously for about mm, five years now which feels pretty OG although it definitely isn't there are people who've been using it seriously for a lot longer than I have um but there are still so many people not utilizing Pinterest to its full effect um I sometimes feel like uh, like I, I'm an early adopter, which <laughs> I literally am never an early adopter of anything. Well, I kind of early adopt it and then I don't do it properly. I don't do it very well until um, after I've seen everybody else doing it well. <laughs> I'm too scared to jump in there and try. But it's such a great way to drive traffic without without the effort that's required for, especially going over old posts and optimizing them for uh, search engines or social media trying to game the Facebook algorithm having to create your best content for Instagram and get it seen by people creating video content all of these things are really they're quite laborious um Pinterest isn't and I mean you know I love it if you're the sort of person that's like oh I hate Pinterest then switch off now and definitely don't add it to your blog strategy plan <laughs> because it's not worth it but if you are even remotely interested in using Pinterest then please stay listening and please know that by the end of this episode you will know the main things that you need to do or start looking into to utilize Pinterest for your blog. So I'm going to share three Pinterest tips now, 
But if you need help to get your head around Pinterest, then I really recommend just buying my course. I've also got a uh, free challenge. So it's like three days long. Um, You just get a series of emails with actionable tasks and a bit of homework and really is. And then I will I will offer you the course as well, which you are under no obligation to buy. But um, so if you want either of those things, you can go to lucylucraft.com forward slash links and you'll find links to both of those, uh, the course and the free challenge on that page. Or you can, if you just want to buy the course for um, £79, um, just go to lucylucraft.com forward slash courses. Um, or you can click the link in the show notes because they'll both be there. Okay, so let's talk about my three tips. Number one, group boards and tribes. First of all, apologies for the um, inappropriate use of the word tribes, but that is what they're called. So on your profile, on your Pinterest profile, you create boards where you pin your own stuff as well as pin other people's. It's kind of literally like having a heap of categorized mood boards, I guess. But where you'll really fly and where you'll really see your traffic grow and your Pinterest profile grow is when you start using group boards and tribes. Group boards are basically collaborative boards run by one or a few people where lots of folk can join and start pinning their stuff. When you start pinning your pins to a group board, you increase your reach immediately. So for example, there might be 10 pinners also collaborating Um, Each one of those pinners or maybe a handful of those pinners will repin your pins to their boards where their followers will see them, so on and so forth. Tribes are similar, except you have to share people's stuff. The way it works is literally on a one-to-one basis. You you pin something to your tribe and you will be, you will have to pin somebody else's. So you can pin, everything has different rules. Um, and they'll all be specified. Same with group boards. Um, but whereas group boards were really like not so many of them say you have to share on a one to one basis, um, as in share your own and then pin somebody else's tribes. That is the whole point of them. Um, it's very much it. I suppose it's a bit like like for like or comment pods, but sort of less icky because to join a tribe, you have to request to join and you're only going to be joining a tribe that relates to your niche um and the group admins will only accept you if you um adhere to their rules and all of those sorts of things so it's a little bit different but i guess it's the same theory and pinterest encourage this um you won't get shadow banned (laughs) so tribes work um yes by sharing sharing your pins to the tribe that you're a part of and they tend to be smaller, more niche, um, and you obviously pin other people's. So, and you can also direct message, and it's kind of more of a community than a group board. It's probably a bit more like a Facebook group, although I haven't had any chat really in a tribe. Um, but I'm part of five, and they're all quite big. Most of my recent viral pins have come through pinning to tribes, and it happens really quickly. Um, I had a pin the other day that was retweeted, I think about 1200 times. And I was looking for where it had all started. And it was one that I pinned to a tribe, I think about 10 people, maybe less than 10, not very many within a tribe, within the tribe had repinned. And then it had just gone wild because their followers had picked it up and etc, etc. So 
tribes are amazing. Second tip is lead magnets and email lists. So I've long been a fan of um, building an email list. Probably accidentally, I was another, I was an early adopter of, not an early adopter, but I built my email list very early on. So um, because of that, I am a big fan of other people doing the same. And I'm so happy that I did it because it's sometimes it feels really overwhelming. And now everybody's talking, well, it feels like everybody's talking about email lists. And I think the more noise there is, the the harder it is to navigate what you should and shouldn't be doing. But anyway, so I'm, I feel very lucky that I kind of was able to make my own mistakes. Anyway, on Pinterest, people really love practical stuff, freebies, how-tos, all of those sorts of things. So utilizing lead magnets to drive people to a landing page on your blog where you can then convert them to an email subscriber is such a winning formula. I'm not amazing at creating dreamy lead magnets, to be honest. However, I managed to grow my email list to about 3,000 in a year, mostly through lead magnets. Um, And it was things like packing lists, checklists, printable PDFs, that kind of thing. And you can get really creative with it. And what I'd really encourage you to do is just have a search on Pinterest and see what's on there just by literally typing into the search bar um I don't know something relating to your niche that might the you know say your niche is zero waste ultimate zero waste checklist things like that or um 10 10 stores 10 bulk stores in London those kind of things um and if you don't understand what I'm talking about when I say lead magnet lead magnet is literally just a something that will entice people to your email list and they can only get it when they sign up so it's a bit like um getting 10 percent off in a store when you sign up to their newsletter that's essentially a lead magnet my last tip and this is probably where pinterest gets really exciting for me <laughs> automation <laughs> so whereas with instagram yes you can schedule posts sort of and Twitter and Facebook, whatever you can schedule, you can schedule your blog posts, blah, 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 blah. Scheduling isn't really automation. Um, and actually, even when I talk about automating, technically, it's not automation, it's scheduling. However, it's on such a big scale that I consider it as dreamy as automation. So Pinterest is something that you can genuinely do it in your sleep. So I spend about an hour on Pinterest a month and it probably drives around, I think the last time I checked it, it was driving around 8,000 page views a month. Um, and I've been getting around 200 new email subscribers each month too, which really that you might be hearing these numbers of me like, Oh, wow, that's tiny. But, um, consider that my blog is tiny <laughs> in total I get less than 20k views now so yeah 8,000 is a lot that's a big that's almost half um the rest of my views come from organic just from google which is what you'd expect um but for some people it's completely the other way um and they get the majority of their views through pinterest and that's not a bad thing that's a you know pinterest is another search engine it means that you don't have to spend hours creating lots and lots of blog posts um, because, you know, 
I think sometimes we can feel like we need to create at least a blog post every week to maintain the traffic that we want which kind of is how it works with Google um but with Pinterest you don't have to spend hours creating loads of blog posts you can actually focus on creating quality content and then use Pinterest to promote it over and over and over again and there are so many different tools that you can use to do this I use Tailwind it's amazing Um, and the link to get a free month on Tailwind is in my bio FYI if you do sign up for a paid version it's an affiliate link which means I get a bit of money off my Tailwind subscription but there are other tools Um, I think Hootsuite and Buffer you can also schedule to Pinterest but I really recommend Tailwind because um, you can do very specific things really clever things they've got their own analytics I do things like it's called looping um where you just literally so for my evergreen content and you don't you can set up different types of loops you can set up seasonal loops as well but um I don't I don't really do that I don't have a lot of seasonal content but for my evergreen core content I have a bulk of my sort of best my best blog posts that are just constantly pinning on a loop Um, with a gap so over six months they'll just be rotating through the specific boards that I ask it to pin to which just keeps those blog posts fresh and I can drop in new pins whenever I want um, which you know keeps it fresh and you don't have the same pin constantly out there so that's it my three tips for Pinterest and why you should be using it I really hope I've convinced you to jump on board and start using it if you want some extra help my free challenge um it's three days it's really good it's really simple that it'll just help you get a bit more stuck into it um and there is a video tutorial of how to use Tailwind I think on day three um and if you want to just dive in and buy the course it is I should have all the information here but I don't (laughs) it's a self-paced course it's 79 pounds or you can pay in three installments or you can nab a pay what you can spot I cover everything from optimizing your profile looking at branding for your pro for your Pinterest profile, finding your ideal audience, keyword research. There's a heap of video tutorials, um, designing beautiful pins, the anatomy of a viral pin, how to put your pins into your blog post. Um, there's some technical stuff in there too. And I had um, great feedback from my beta testers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's my first solo episode, so it's a bit scary. And I'm really sorry if you feel like it was a big old sales pitch. Um, I don't expect you to go and buy the course <laughs> at all. Um, I just really wanted to talk about Pinterest. So, yeah. Thank you so, so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoy the new format. But next week, I'll be back with um, another interview. So that's exciting. Please let me know either way if you loved it, hated it by tweeting me, dropping me an Instagram DM. I'm Lucy Lucroft on both. See you next week. Bye.